Okay, this is Chris, and this is just a little bit of an introduction before today's podcast starts. Um, what you will notice in today's podcast is that I refer to it a distressingly large number of times as podcast episode 13. Uh, it is, in fact, podcast episode 14. You can find the show notes at tipsforlawyers.com slash episode 014, not 013, which I say all the time. Just ignore that. I had a bit of a brain spasm and forgot which episode I was up to, even though I wrote it down and had it on a piece of paper in front of me. So I hope you enjoy it. We're going to have a look at job interviews. It's a useful episode, hopefully, for those of you who might be having some issues in that respect. Thanks again, and the episode starting now. Welcome to the Tips for Lawyers podcast, episode 13. Today I wanted to have a talk about job interviews, and in particular I wanted to have a talk about what you should say at job interviews, how you should behave at job interviews, and some of the things you want to think about before you get into a job interview or put things on your CV. Now, we have done on Tips for Lawyers a series before about job interviews, and I encourage you to have a look at that. I'll put a link for it in the show notes, which you can find at tipsforlawyers.com slash episode 013. And that'll give you a lot more detail of what I'm going to go into today, because it was a six-part series on getting a job as a lawyer. But I really wanted to focus on the interview process today. And it comes up actually out of some recent discussions with some people who've conducted job interviews and what it is they actually wanted to see and what they weren't seeing in particular candidates for clerk positions, uh, for junior lawyer positions, and for positions around the firm. So what I wanted to first uh, acknowledge is that the job market in the legal field is at the moment, and we're in 2014, uh, pretty hard. It's a tough legal job market. And part of the reason for that is, of course, the economic contraction. There are simply less jobs going around. Part of the reason for that is that the number of law students and law graduates has really increased significantly over the last little while. And as a consequence of those two things happening in the same direction, what we are finding is that there's a lot of law students, there's a lot of newly admitted lawyers looking for jobs and uh, late-year law students looking for clerk positions. But at the same time, law firms are taking on less of those numbers. There's less opportunity overseas, which is where a lot of other people went sometimes. And by and large, uh, it's a supply and demand issue at the moment, which is that the supply is far exceeding the demand. And so for any reasonable uh, position in a competitive market, and really by that I'm talking about uh, some of the uh, big firms in the cities, the medium-sized firms, firms that do have a traditional intake so far as graduates is con- are concerned, it is highly competitive. There are hundreds of job applicants for every single position that comes up. And I'm sure you know this. If you're listening to this episode, I'm sure you're aware just how tough it is in the job market at the moment. But it is also uh, relevant for when it comes for young lawyers looking to move jobs because it's not too uncommon. You've worked somewhere for a couple of years. Uh, maybe you feel you're getting taken advantage of. Maybe you're not happy with the money. Or maybe you just want to work in a different field. And so you're going to have to do a job interview at some point there too. Now, depending how many job interviews you've done, that might be an unnerving situation. Because at the end of the day, it's not something that we actually do on a frequent basis, hopefully. It's not something we have lots of job interviews. And if we do have lots of job interviews and we're not getting a job, then uh, sometimes that's to do with our technique. Uh, sometimes it's to do with the market, but sometimes it's also to do with what we're putting into 
the job interview and how we're behaving. And that's what I wanted to talk about today is to provide a little bit of feedback uh, from discussions I've had recently about people who have done job interviews, how they've behaved, what's been on their CV, and some advice for you guys to maybe try and distinguish yourself a little bit from the hundreds of other job applicants out there uh, for any of the more highly uh, competed jobs for young lawyers. So, the first thing uh, I guess you need to decide is what you're looking for. Now, uh, I do suggest you might want to go and have a look at the Firm Culture uh, podcast. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That's been a surprisingly popular podcast episode, i got to say. Um, but Law Firm Culture plays a big role here. So why not go and take a look at that episode? I'm not going to go into it in a lot of detail here, but you need to know what type of firm you're looking at. Because one of the things you may find if you're getting uh, rebuffed from job interviews frequently is that you're just looking at the wrong kind of firm. You're looking at a firm that doesn't align with your personality, with your characteristics, with your particular motivations, and that might be why you're not finding a lot of success. Now, uh, it's something to be aware of, not necessarily something to stop you from applying for a job, but it's something to make yourself aware of is what kinds of firms are you applying for. So, do consider the other side of the equation. It's not necessarily all about you. It is sometimes about the law firm as well. Today, though, we are going to focus on the individual, that is you and your behavior and your characteristics in the job interview. And the first thing I wanted to mention, and it is by far the most important thing, is authenticity. You have to be yourself. And I say this for a huge pile of reasons, and I'm only going to go through a few. And the first is this. People can spot if you're not being authentically yourself from 100 miles away or 100 kilometers, depending on which country you're from when you're listening to this. But if you're not yourself, if you come across as false or you're putting on a face or a show or you look uncomfortable because of the way you're behaving or the words you're having to use, that really does stand out. I'm sure you've met people in your day-to-day interactions, maybe salesmen, maybe you've gone and bought a car or gone and invested in some real estate or even when you're getting a rental somewhere and you've seen the way occasional sleazy salesmen behave and you really don't react well to them, do you? You go home thinking, gee, I mean, that guy's really just a necessary evil. I've got to, I know I've got to go through him to get this place, but I'm not going to invite him home for a drink or anything afterwards because he's just so false. I just don't believe things he says out of his mouth. Um, and don't think that you're doing anything different. If you're going into a job interview and you're uh, somehow coming across uh, in a way that is not authentic to you, then that does get picked up upon. And it gets picked up upon the moment you open your mouth and the moment you say something that clearly doesn't align with your background or yourself or your character or your words. If you're sitting there, and I know, for example, uh, if you're wearing a tie and you've never worn a tie before and you're sitting there picking at your tie constantly, now that's going to be an issue. Now, wearing a tie is actually a terrible example because chances are you're going to have to wear a tie to your job interview. But you may not necessarily have to uh, behave in a particular way or speak in a particular way that you think is attractive to the employer. Because although you might be right that an authentic person speaking in a particular way might be attractive to an employer, it is a close second for an authentic person speaking in their own authentic voice to be attractive to an employer. And it is a far cry from someone who's got to put on 
that they think they need to speak in big words or complex language or that everything they say needs to be a reference to how awesome they did in a particular subject at uni. It just drives people insane. You've got to be authentic. You've got to engage in a way that you would intend to engage as a lawyer within the firm because that's what the interview is for. The interview is to gauge how you are going to react to, interact with, behave with, speak to, and generally uh, act with other people in the law firm. They've already decided that your CV is okay. If you're in the door, your CV is okay. They know what your history was. They know what your grades were, probably. They know where you've worked before. You don't need to constantly be repeating those things. You don't need to be going back to things to demonstrate how good you are. You need to be authentic. If you wouldn't be speaking naturally about those things, and it sounds like you're constantly trying to G up your own accomplishments, then you're not being authentic to yourself. So I guess authenticity is just being true to yourself, but it does involve a little bit of introspection before you get in to a job interview. It involves you having a think, what kind of person am I? What kind of person am I as a lawyer? And what kind of person am I uh, as a colleague? Because that's what is being measured in a job interview. They're determining whether they want to work with you, whether they can have a conversation with you, whether the conversation is stilted, that's obviously a negative, but if it froze freely, if you're happy to go from subject to subject to follow the thread of the discussion, just like you would if you're sitting down for a drink with someone in a pub, it's not that difficult to be authentic to your own voice, but we get so nervous about coming across as bad or saying something silly that we really do turn into uptight little dweebs when we get into a job interview. And I would encourage you as much as I can to avoid that. But connected with authenticity is also a degree of honesty. And they're slightly separate concepts. But one of the things that is constantly, constantly an issue is young lawyers who seem to think that every word out of their mouth needs to be about the law. Now, if you're listening to this, then congratulations, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go and talk about the law in every conversation every day. And if you go into a job interview and every single thing you have done with your life and that is on your CV just happens to be related to the law and they say, oh, so why do you want to work in the field of planning and environment law? And you say, oh, I've got a real passion for planning and environment law. I've uh, always enjoyed it. I did the subject at uni and I've done X, Y, Z and I love it. That's probably a lie. Let's face it. For most junior lawyers, if you haven't actually had much of a job yet, the chances are when you ask that question and you express some sort of long, lifelong dream to have worked in the area that they're talking about, then you are lying. And if you don't think they figure that out pretty quickly, uh, then frankly, you're not as smart as I suspect you really are. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you need to demonstrate some gigantic lifelong commitment to an area of law, to a particular firm, to a particular person. Sure, you can demonstrate you've done a little bit of research. Demonstrate that you know the area that you're talking about. If you're asked why you particularly want to work there, just say, look, I've done a wide range of things. I do find a particular interest in the area of litigation because I enjoy the back and forth that I think would happen and I enjoy the idea of having a different kind of matter uh, on a frequent basis. But don't say, since I was a babe in arms when I was at the age of two, I've been reading books on civil procedure and evidence because, I mean, no one will believe you and if you have done that, then I'm sorry, you're a weirdo but, uh, and so you probably shouldn't admit it anyway. But 
do be authentic and honest in answer to those questions because, again, people can pick it up. And the moment you get caught trying to make yourself more than what you are, trying to exhibit desires that aren't really yours, then they think that you are saying whatever you need to say to get a job. And you know what? You won't get it. Because what law firms are looking for is someone who is true to themselves, who has integrity and honesty. And that includes in the job interview and that includes on your CV. So don't over-egg your enthusiasm for a particular area, your um, desire to work with a particular person. If you honestly hold those views, then by all means do it. But in my experience, most young lawyers do not. Mostly, they are in the room because they desperately need a job because they need to pay the rent. I'm not saying that should be your answer necessarily, but you can have interests in a range of areas. You can particularly enjoy civil procedure as well as property law. You can have an interest in family law as well as an interest in personal injuries. These are not things where you need to nail down your interest at such an easy time and then be inauthentic in a job interview as a consequence. So the other thing I wanted to mention in connection with honesty, uh, and it comes into my next point, which is individuality, is don't be a clone. What we're finding more and more with job interviews is that every young lawyer and every young law student looks exactly the same on paper and says exactly the same thing. They have all done volunteer work. Not surprisingly, all of their volunteer work, for many of them, is in a legal field. Many of them have volunteered at pro bono legal services. Many of them have gone and clerked in uh, firms around the place. And many of them have some work experience. They all generally have pretty good marks as a rule, and they all always exhibit a certain amount of passion for the particular area, for the particular job that they're working in. And you know what? You don't stand out. If you've done the same thing as everyone else, then you don't stand out and you don't come across as authentic because you know what? No lawyer I work with only enjoys doing the law. We all enjoy doing other things. I enjoy woodworking. I enjoy doing this podcast. And I know that sounds like it's law-related, but it's something a bit different as well. I enjoy the activities I do on the website, and I enjoy spending time with my kids. Now, if you have a particular passion for a particular area, and one of the things you do want to tick off on on your CV might be pro bono work, or it might be volunteer work somewhere, then perhaps what you need to do is actually go and volunteer at something that you are genuinely interested in. I know that's shocking. It's probably contrary to what your university is telling you, that you need to go and get as much legal experience as possible. But lawyers are not just about the law. Lawyers are about being able to relate to people, about being able to have conversations with people, and about being able to talk passionately about things that they actually are interested in. So if you particularly want to uh, save a rare species of possum or something, and that's your driving motivation outside your legal studies and the work that you might be doing, that's what you spend your spare time doing, then do that and be genuine and enthusiastic and authentic about that. You don't need to be a zealot or a crazy, but you do need to be authentic about it. And so if your CV has you in a particular thing, doing a particular thing that no one else has done, then don't you think that's going to help you stand out more than the person who's volunteered at the same place doing the same thing with the same people as the other 150 candidates for the particular job. So don't be afraid of having honest individuality. 
The moment all young law students turn into clones, it becomes harder and harder for law firms to distinguish them. And they are looking for someone who doesn't necessarily take the path that everyone else takes because that's the only way that they can distinguish. Of course you need to have reasonable marks. Of course you need to actually be interested in being a lawyer. Of course you need to be enthusiastic for the firm that you've applied for a job for. But don't pretend like those things are your entire being and that your every waking moment is spent reading through tax textbooks because that's just a lie. You need to be a well-rounded individual. You need to have other interests. Lots of young lawyers play sport. Lots of young lawyers do other things. Don't be afraid to talk about those because you never know the point of connection that you might make with your interviewer. Maybe your interviewer was a crash-hot rugby player and your interest in rugby might just get you across that line because they feel a better connection to you. And that's what the job interview is for. It's about making the connection with the individual on the other side of the table. Because if you stand out, if they remember things about you and they don't remember any distinguishing features about anyone else, who do you think's the name that they are going to recommend to human resources? All other things being equal, it's going to be you because they felt a personal connection. In the small space of time you had in the job interview, you were able to work on that rapport. You were able to develop relationship and you were able to do more with the short space of time by talking about things that weren't necessarily just law. Now I know and I appreciate that during the job interview you don't necessarily have an opportunity to control the conversation that well, but you usually have an opportunity to talk about your interests. Most job interviews will ask you questions about some of the hobbies or interests that you might have put on your CV. So don't be afraid to talk about what genuinely interests you, what you're genuinely enthusiastic about, because you never know. That firm might be heavy into that thing, that person might be big into that thing, or at the very least what they will appreciate is your honesty and authenticity, that that is a passion of yours which makes you more than just a one-trick pony who only is interested in the particular area of law. Now, the last thing I wanted to touch on, and let's recap briefly, so we've done authenticity, we've talked about honesty and its connection with authenticity, and I've touched on not being a clone or individuality. I've talked about how not looking and acting and being and talking about the same thing as everyone else is likely to help you stand out. The one thing I haven't spoken about yet is your confidence. Now, this is a very tough thing for people because you're not feeling that confident in the job interview. And it is a bit of an interesting one. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes here actually to a really interesting TED talk. Uh, In fact, what I'll actually do is uh, I'll embed the TED talk so you can see it in the show notes. Uh, That's probably a bit easier for everyone. So go to tipsforlawyers.com slash episode 013. And there you will be able to find a really interesting thing about body language and confidence. Um, And that might be something you wanted to try out. If confidence is an issue for you, uh, then you need to figure out some ways of getting that remedied because there is a fine balance. Generally, uh, law firms are looking for someone who has a certain amount of confidence, but not confidence that starts to cross the line into arrogance. And that is a difficult thing to do. But what you will find is if you really come across as authentic, that will impact directly upon your confidence. If you are just being yourself, if you are talking like yourself, if you are acting like yourself, if you are sitting in a way that you normally sit and wearing clothes that you are comfortable in, and that might take some practice sometimes, then your confidence will actually naturally shine through because you are controlling as many variables as you can to make you comfortable in the situation. 
It's the more you try and not be yourself or not speak like yourself that you actually start to lose that confidence. And that's where trying to be confident can actually come across as arrogance because you're not just being yourself. So I do encourage a certain amount of confidence as long as it's not arrogance and as long as it's not trying to make you look good. You can be confident and straightforward and simple in the way you speak and I think generally that is going to do you a lot better than someone who uh, feels a need to constantly talk themselves up. Just be yourself. Uh, That's really the lesson today. I think it's the most honest approach. It's certainly the easiest approach. It's going to come across best in the interview. It's going to help you make relationships better. And at the end of the day, I think if you've made it into the job interview, unless they specifically want to talk about your experiences, and you should prepare for that, but what you want to really do is just be having a conversation. Be prepared to tell your story. Be prepared to explain why you aren't like the other 150 people. And I can tell you now, it's not going to be your uni marks. It's not going to be your passion for the law. It's probably going to be something that you're not expecting. And it's probably going to be the relationship you can develop in the short time with the person on the other side of the table. So those are my uh, tips today for job interviews. There's a lot of information in there about job interviews. And I, I think we do have a tendency to overthink it. At the end of the day, the job interview is an opportunity to be yourself and to see if you hit it off with the person on the other side of the table. Um, That's really all it is. It need not be a huge stress, but I recognize that it is, and I recognize that a lot of people have trouble with it. So why not go and try and practice? Um, Find someone and just have a conversation with them, a la a job interview, but make it someone you're comfortable with. So you get used to saying the words that you might need to say and explain the things that you might need to say, but in a more informal setting. And that might mean that you've had an opportunity to see what sounds good. Your friend or your colleague or whoever it's going to be can give you some feedback on what came across as uh, a little bit strange or what came across as authentically you. Don't be afraid to have a sense of humor in this. I might just throw that in at the end. Don't be afraid to, to crack a joke, poke fun at yourself or something like that. Uh, A little bit of self-deprecation can go a long way, especially because um, you are, again, looking to lighten the mood a little bit and you're looking to be memorable. So that's all I had for today. Uh, That's 21 minutes. I think that's probably all we needed to deal with. Have a look at that video. I think it'll be good if you have confidence issues or you just want an opportunity to try and limber up before an interview. There are some interesting tips in there with body language. So give them a go. See if they work for you. This is Chris Hargraves from Tips for Lawyers. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to seeing you next time.